It's study time, y'all. Welcome to Smart Poker Study. I'm your coach, Sky Matsuhashi. Let's get you learning and taking action. Holy cow, poker peeps. I am super excited about today's episode because I have a brand new study technique to share with you. And I think I'm the first one, at least the first that I know of, who has uh, thought of this technique and has actually done it for himself. And now I want to share it with you. The technique is called Action First, Learn Later. And I'm so excited about it. I'm not going to explain it right now. The whole podcast, I'm going to get into it in just a little bit. But the most important thing that you can do right now is go to smartpokerstudy.com slash Action first, learn later. That's the show notes page for this episode. Right there at the very top is the action step that you need to take right now before you listen to the rest of the podcast. So once again, smartpokerstudy.com slash action first, learn later. I'll see you there. Let's get to it. Gambate. What do you say we cut the chit chat a-hole? Action first, learn later. Here's what you need to do. Take action with any Smart Poker Study episode action step before listening to that podcast. Then come back later to learn more about the strategies involved and to refine your skills. Now here are some recent Smart Poker Study episodes that you can try this with. And if you haven't heard any of these yet, I highly recommend go to smartpokerstudy.com, click that podcast button, find the episode, and take action with the action step first. So my recommendations are uh, the numbers behind seven critical HUD statistics. That was last week's episode. Before that, I did an episode called Sugar. Before that, the three things you must do before hiring a poker coach. And a prior episode to that one, Folding is boring, and boring is winning. Now stop the podcast, take action to begin your education, then return to learn more about this useful strategy. Action first, learn later. Alrighty, so this concept of action first, learn later, it might be something others have come up with, but like I said before, it's new to me, so I'm taking credit for it, at least right now, right? Uh, And I'm absolutely falling in love with this idea. Now, action first, learn later means that you take action from a trusted source, then you come back later to learn more about the strategies and the logic behind the action. This is going to help you refine the knowledge that you gained and the lessons that you learned while taking that action. Now, this idea came to me while I was reading a new book by Stephen R. Gundry, MD, and the book is called The Energy Paradox. The intro in the first chapter, they were 23 pages long, and by the end of chapter one, I realized he was going to give a ton of like scientific reasons, rationale, dive into like the literature behind his program that he created, right? Now, the explanation of his energy paradox eating program, that started on page 167. I just finished page 23. I was going to have to read 144 more pages before I get to the actual program, right? I did not want to wait that long because, I mean, if you're anything like me, oftentimes um, fiction books, I love, I get, I dive into the story, love the characters, I love the plot, I just read, read, read. I can read 100 pages in a day of a great fiction book easily. But nonfiction, sometimes it can be a slog. And if it's full of like medical jargon and scientific discoveries and and whatever else he talks about in those first pages, man, it might take me 
I don't know, 144 more days, 10 pages a day, 14 more days before I actually get to the program. Screw that, right? So I skipped to page 167 and I started the program on day one when I picked up the book. And let me tell you, I could not be happier with the process, right? Taking action first, it got me eating healthier right away. The whole idea is like, why wait, right? I trusted that the author, Dr. Stephen R. Gundry, MD, that the program that he wrote would not hurt me. And if he put anything in the program that seemed dangerous, I could totally just skip it, right? So, and nothing ended up being dangerous, but just ahead of time, if you're taking action and something seems funky and, and uninteresting maybe, or just like it won't help, then just don't do it. I could, You could easily choose to not do something. But for me and this book, taking action before learning about the benefits was a total no-brainer. Now, here's the big thing about action first, learn later. Uh, you have to take action from a trusted source. And that's because the idea, it's kind of like that old saying, shoot first, ask questions later. Now, it's not okay to shoot first if the person telling you to shoot is not reliable nor is a trusted person, right? Actionable intel must come from a trusted source, especially if you're not going to vet the information first. Now, I'd like to think that you as my podcast listening audience, you trust the things I say and you know that the action steps I give you are just going to benefit you. They're only good for you, right? So I think that with any action step or challenge that I give you, you're going to be fine taking it before learning the rationale behind it, as long as you think for yourself while taking action. So don't do anything mindlessly, right? For example, you might be you might have uh, uh, consumed a three bet related podcast episode, and you and and you see the challenge that I put there at the end. You said, "Whoa, Sky says to three bet more often instead of calling." Great. I'll just begin three betting with jack nine suited and pocket fours and ace nine offsuit, regardless of my opponent or their chip stack or their range or their position or their bet size or how often I think they're going to fold. If that is your approach to taking action first, that is doing it mindlessly. No, no, no. You have to think for yourself because taking action first, it forces your mind to start working on new strategies before someone teaches you about them. Now, this forces you to use some critical thought and develop your own ideas and to begin asking questions about the strategies or whatever it is that you're doing. You're basically teaching yourself as you take action first. Then later on, you come back to the content and you consume it. You know, listen, read, watch the video, whatever it is. You do that in an effort to refine the understanding and the strategies that you learned while taking action. And this critical thought that you put in with action first, it's great for learning. A huge part of learning is putting the pieces together for yourself. Somebody else can build your puzzle for you, but you get more out of doing the work for yourself. And with today's strategy, it's kind of like teaching yourself to fish instead of someone just handing one fish to you right now. So let me give you some examples of um, uh, taking action first with a couple of recent podcast episodes. So the first episode is number 351. Uh, it's called the numbers behind seven critical HUD statistics. Now here's the challenge. It, it was a two part challenge for the episode, but let me read part two to you right now. Here it is. I just broke down seven stats for you. I gave you descriptions, formulas, examples, and put each into perspective with the way to exploit. I want you to do the same for these additional stats, raise first in, fold to steal, fold to three bet, fold to C bet, and aggression frequency. 
Doing this work for yourself will help you exploit with these stats even better. So let's say you read that before you listen to the podcast episode. Uh, giving this action step a little bit of critical thought without actually consuming the episode, you're going to think to yourself, well, I should whip out my poker journal right now. And I should figure out these things for myself, descriptions, formulas, examples, and put each into perspective and list a way to exploit the statistic. And I should do it for raise first in, fold to steal, fold to three bet, fold to C bet, and aggression frequency. Bam! You haven't learned jack squat about any new stats just yet, right? But now you've just assigned yourself a mission to educate yourself on these statistics in these ways, you know, description formulas and whatnot. And then you come back later to the episode to refine and build upon your self-won knowledge. Okay, the second example of action first comes with episode number 344 and it's called Folding is Boring and Boring is Winning. Here's the episode challenge that I gave you. Start folding more. I gave you three tips to help you do so. Take action on them one at a time to train yourself to fold and avoid bad situations and losses. Number one, realize that calling is not as good as raising. Number two, use ranges. Number three, be okay with being a nit. So, once again, let's say you did not consume that episode at all. You don't know anything more about folding and how folding is actually winning, right? Let's give this idea some critical thought. Number one, well, Sky's talking about using preflop ranges that they probably get you to raise more often than call. And Sky's given me his kiss cash, kiss cash game ranges before, so I should use that. Number two, Sky said to follow the ranges. Well, that probably means to not stray outside of them with additional calling hands. So the most I should call with are the hands that he lists in his ranges. And number three, well, he said it's okay with being a nit. And people hate folding too often, and I hate folding as well. But he says it's okay. Awesome! I have a license to fold more. And bam! Once again, without learning jack squat about folding and using ranges or anything, you've just now given yourself a brand new mission to get more aggressive pre-flop. Of course, afterwards, after you take action, do some practice being the raiser more often than the caller, you can come back later after taking all that action to refine and build upon your knowledge. So one last thing, from now on, whenever it's applicable, I'm going to start the podcast with the action step just like I did today. So it's your job to educate yourself through action first, then come back to the episode and refine and build upon your knowledge. All right, just a few quick shout outs today. Victor Knutson and G. Connor both signed up for America's Card Room through my affiliate deal, and they get 27% break back, plus a bonus of up to, uh, to $2,000, I believe. All they did was go to smartpokerstudy.com slash ACR. They clicked on the link right there. They created their account. When they funded their account, they used offer code SPSPOD. That's just one word, six letters, S-P-S-P-O-D. And now they get 27% rake back and they got up to a $2,000 bonus for their deposit. So thank you very much, Victor and uh, Mr. or Mrs. Connor. I'm not sure what the G stands for right there. And uh, speaking of Victor, one other shout out. Victor Knutson, James Wadeson, Marcus Fredrickson, Drew, 
Mike Stockton, Einar Raikula, and Axel Nowak all purchased Poker Tracker 4 directly through me. And I'm sure the reason why Victor purchased it is because now he's playing on ACR, and ACR allows for the use of Poker Tracker. So they went to smartpokerstudy.com slash pokertracker4 and picked it up, and by doing so, they supported the show. And in thanks for that support, I sent each of them my Smart HUD for Poker Tracker 4. So once again, if you play on a site or plan on playing on a site like America's Card Room that accepts the use of Poker Tracker 4, go to smartpokerstudy.com slash pokertracker4 right now to pick it up. Send me your purchase receipt via email sky at thepokerforge.com and I'll reply back with the smart HUD. Alrighty, your learning isn't complete until you visit the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash action first learn later. And my hope is that you actually already visited the page before you got to me saying this right now, because you've already taken action, baby, right? One more thing, this weekend, Saturday the 7th of August at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time is my America's Card Room monthly $75 guaranteed tournament. You can find it under the Tourney Private tab. It's a $3.30 buy-in, 40-minute late reg with 8-minute levels. And the password, this is very important, Smart Poker Study. All lowercase, Smart Poker Study. For more information, go to smartpokerstudy.com slash tournament. Until next time, take action both on and off the felt to become the player that you want to be.